Welcome to Africa on Focus, where we share our success stories. Africa, the continent, the young diaspora, entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers, and so much more. I'm Miss Abba, and this is Africa on Focus, the podcast. To Africa on Focus with Miss Abba. It is, um, let's say, 15 minutes almost after eight o'clock, coming to you live from the city of Amsterdam. And I promise you every week that I get to invite somebody who is making quite of an impact and can can we can pick his brain and get some ideas as to how we can change our environment or even, you know, uh, build ourselves um, in any type of way, whether that is career, whether that is life or you name it. Um, and I announced earlier that the theme of today, it's about online marketing. Is there really, really money in, in online media? And within that theme, I, um, invited one, uh, one friend I know who knows almost everything about online media, I would say. Wow. <laughs> <Still a lot laughs> <to learn. laughs> um, well, he has his own business. He's re- running a, a few things and always on that entrepreneurial mode. Uh, I get to talk to him, talk to him about a lot of things. We talk about black culture. Sometimes we talk about tech. I just love having a conversation with him. And I mm. felt that he was definitely, definitely needed to be here at the show. And that is Emmanuel Anchor. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming all over. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I mean, we struggled to have this uh, this episode today because the first time something technical happened, the second time as well. Yeah. And I, with, with pain in my heart, I had to cancel and ask, <laughs> ask Emmanuel, could you come back? And he was so... Um, free willing to come back and and have a chat with me how was your day my day was very well uh preparing for tomorrow already is it is it a busy week ahead <laughs> yes most definitely oh. <laughs> i still got a lot of stuff to finish up is and it stuff, so <laughs> but you know everything is going well all right so, yeah. all right that is mm-hmm. good to hear was there any of relaxing or was it mostly work work <laughs> <laughs> all day all work, all work. yes <laughs> oh, okay yeah so um to talk about because i have you on the show i know you fully of course mm-hmm. could you tell us a bit about who is emmanuel angra emmanuel i'm emmanuel a Ghanian, yeah. <laughs> of course <laughs> a proud Ghanian. um and uh yeah broad interest in social media tech marketing so that's basically like my background born in amsterdam born and raised in amsterdam i love yeah. to travel as well so that's how i would Describe, describe yourself. Yes. So definitely yeah. media tech guy uh, who knows the in and ins and outs. Yes, I'm trying to stay on top of it because like yeah. every time, every day, there's a new thing coming. Yeah. Or sometimes things come up. What you expect to be uh, mainstream doesn't become mainstream, and the things you don't expect to become yeah. mainstream become mainstream. So it's it's also like trend watching and keeping your eye open. Yeah. And. Uh, seeing how the future will unfold its itself <laughs> most definitely yeah yeah because i know that the online world is like keeps changing and changing yes. and changing yeah and to keep up with that is quite of a task yes most definitely <laughs> um you could also yeah the music industry is a great example of it how it changed uh over time uh, there are still a couple of other industries the health uh, care industry which is also in a transition and there will be will, more things will be coming exciting things well exciting yeah. yeah things we couldn't think of now what we seem what seems impossible will become possible yeah in the couple of couple well couple of years yeah oh, so you would say those are industries that are quite sensitive to 
changes in the online world probably yes mostly everything because everything is right now connected and mm -hmm. so of course the blockchain and uh yeah we had our um bitcoin saga you know the cryptocurrency mm -hmm. stuff tech but, talk uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the blockchain is something i'm very excited of and that will be mm -hmm. like another disruptor in the world it's like you know you had your industrial uh, revolution yeah and this is like the tech revolution it is this is the golden the golden years uh the gold rush uh, basically yeah now yeah. now that you're um you're speaking of it like that i think it is yeah definitely um so you being this tech media uh online media guy did you um how tell us about about your educational background did you study for this or how did this who you are now take place <laughs> um so the funny thing is i have like uh two degrees my first degree is a uh, bachelor in health so i'm working as a social worker uh so, really yeah what but, it you all there? <laughs> but it all connects okay tell us other. explain it it's <laughs> with each other like working with artists or working with influencers or working with uh yeah different creative people you know that basically prepared me and uh afterwards i did uh international music management ended up in the u.s then ended up in belgium and got my bachelor of pop and rock music is and, it uh, yeah but i'm not a musician <laughs> <laughs> well it was like Can you more play an like, instrument no. <laughs> no i know my mom used to when i was a kid i was on piano lessons i did do some drumming but no i didn't it wasn't your thing i've been like I've, i like to listen to music but yeah i'm not a musician that's no <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's good to know it's good yeah. it's good that you know this yes. of yourself mm -hmm. so uh when did the the interest for online media and things come about because from social work yeah. to that how did that happen i was always like a, a creative person even mm -hmm. like as a social uh worker about promoting things and etc etc even like during the hives MySpace. Hives. Oh my gosh, yes. MySpace. <laughs> so that's where I started, where I start seeing, you know, and uh, in the music era, that's when Soldier Boys started to come up, etc. I didn't like it, but I was always like interested, interested, like how did he do it? How did he become so big? And uh, at that time, I was also like working with an artist, and I, I had a feeling like, okay if you could use your social media or your platform your brand uh you will be able to do a lot of things so that's how it how it started i was always like curious how things get spread around and stuff yeah so you realize that this social media thing could actually contribute a lot to brands yes and companies but, and yeah even as a person i mean that's why there's linkedin oh <laughs> yeah know, yeah so the personal branding the aspect. personal branding yeah that is interesting so at which point did you discover um that the management side was your was your thing? How did you discover that that was your lane? That was what you are created to do? <laughs> um I went to a conference, like a music conference. And um I think you've heard of it, New School Rules. Yeah. You were actually a panelist. Yes, I, I was remember a that. Yeah, because yeah, I, I had to moderate at that uh, event. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, like Hanko would always say, uh, "Yeah, you were the first who showed up, <laughs> right?" Because I was very early, but they didn't start <laughs> yet. But I was like, "I got to be prepared. You don't know who you will meet." And I started hearing stories, and the more I started to think about it, I was like, "Well, I like being on the background as well." And like you know pulling the strings or making sure things happen that's fine with me i don't need to be 
you know, all, all, all over. So that's how it basically uh, started. And also when I was looking at the music industry, of course, you have your artist, uh, but you also have like the executives and stuff. And yeah, I found that interesting. So that's how it started to grow. And then at, the, at a certain point, I was like, okay, that's what I will fully focus on. Mm. Being creative at, on, on that side, yeah. So at that time, um, wasn't that your full focus? Because I, I know you actually as a, a YouTube channel manager. Yeah. Um, wasn't that your your job at that time? Not yet. YouTube was just, it was around, but it wasn't, I had no clue. I knew only like, okay, make sure your marketing is good. If your marketing is good, you can sell whatever you want. That's how I started to roll in. It, it. was a more broad. I was a more broader yeah. thing. And then I specified it uh, basically because uh, fast forward, uh, I went to the U.S. to see how it was over there. Um, that was like almost like 10, this 10 years ago now. Time flies. Time flies. <laughs> <laughs> Time really flies. And uh, I always wanted to work like in the, in, in, in the U.S. or be in the U.S. or be in the music industry. And um, that's how I started to go back and forth and um, just, you know, that's when I also started my new course and then uh, I worked for a promoter, uh, <laughs> which was which was fun. And that's where I really started to implement all the ideas I had, all the things I've seen and learned. That's when I started to uh, do stuff, you know, just do the social media for a lot of concerts. See, and you know, your dreams start to be real when you see persons you normally see or who you look up to and you see them like in real life and stuff. Yeah. Then you feel like sky is the limit. And uh, yeah. Got and, it. Yeah. Got it. So uh, I remember because you at that time, you had an internship in US. Also UK. You, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you, okay. UK as well. Oh, UK, UK as well. Yeah, UK. That's where I started. Uh, shout out to Scott Cohen. <laughs> He's like the, the futurist. Yeah. So it's it's... Scott is like one of my, one of my mentors, and what he said was like it was around 2000, I think 11, and he was like he was already talking about Spotify, but mm -hmm. I didn't quite understand it. I also read a book about it in 2009. Mm -hmm. Like they were telling, like music will be like water. Yeah, you pay a fee, you can drink as much as you want, when you want, where you want, and I just couldn't picture it. Because then we were still burning the CDs, that hassle, burning the CDs, yeah, yeah, taking yeah, along yeah. with you. Got it. Then your computer wouldn't work and you don't have a song and CD yeah. from that era. And uh, Scott was already telling me that was going to happen. And he started his company basically when there were CDs, but he started mm -hmm. to sign people. Like, hey, it's going to become digital. And now he's one of, well, he left his company. He oh. sold it to Sony and he's finished now. Is <laughs> so, it? Yeah, so he's done and he's relaxing now. So and he had an eye for the trend. For the trend. Yeah. And he was telling me like, look, um, there are so many things coming. There's so many opportunities for you now. And he was telling me about Africa already. And that was like 2011, 2011, 12. He was like. Very early stage. Yeah, like, <laughs> don't, don't, he was like, don't focus on the U.S. Go to Africa. Mm. Start your stuff in Africa, but I just couldn't see it, and now I'm seeing it. You know, because you know, yeah, <laughs> because I went there was last year to twice, yeah, uh, to see how things are there. Um, so that's how uh, how it basically happened. Then I went to the U.S. first on a university, then I wanted to do an internship for a record label. Went to another conference, started to hear about YouTube. Was talking with people who were working at YouTube, and I was like, all right. It's better to learn about YouTube in depth because if you could do that, you could basically make any artist or any creative person. You could basically help Got them it. grow. Yeah. And be an influencer or. 
And there is where I'm, I'm just stating something. Is there where your business was born? Your company? Um, <laughs> my business was born. Yeah, well, I was doing it already with artists and, you know, writing social media plans for people, doing it for Hogeschool in Holland and, oh. and those type of uh, things, uh, giving workshops and stuff. So that's where it started. But like where I really started was like, I think like, Three years, three years, four years ago, that's when I really started like, okay, it's time to uh, do my thing on my own. Because first I really like tested uh, my ideas working, worked with a lot of, a lot of YouTube, uh, YouTubers, influencers, like the, from the smallest to the biggest in the Netherlands. And um, that's when I was saying, okay, it's time for me to do my own thing. Yeah. You know, step by step, gradually, you know, Rome wasn't building one day. (laughs) That's what I always (laughs) say. Step by step. Yeah. Ah, I love it. So we're going to go in a little bit to talk more about uh, the beginning stages of your business, Mm -hmm. how it went from social media quite broad to uh, now doing YouTube and actually focusing on YouTube. Yeah. So that means there is a lot to pull out of uh, from that. And um, you're making good money from that. So, and I know that uh, influencers this time want to know how could they, you know, navigate yeah. themselves uh, through it. And it actually takes proper planning. Uh, I've noticed. <laughs> yes, because yes, you have to release content, make content. It's almost like a full time job. Full-time but there job. are a lot of kid youngsters who are still going to school, moms. Uh, that's another untapped uh, untapped area where a lot of people, I think it's not mainstream yet. Oh. It will become more mainstream, but mothers, um, that's like a big business as well. I hear. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I hear. Let's talk yeah. about that in a bit. But yeah. first, we're going to listen to uh, Pata Ranking with a new, new banger because he collaborated with Davido. And that was Pata Ranking collaborating with Davido on uh, on their record called Confirm. Uh, sweet vibes probably be played on rotation on in the club and stuff like that. Anyway, <laughs> you're still listening to Africa Unfocused. And today we are focusing on online media. Um, the profit that you can get out of the online media. Um, but in between that, I'm just giving you a slight commercial break. Zuzi Stoffer. Uh, Zuzi Stoffer is the place in Amsterdam. Uh, if you're looking for linen cloth, uh, Kente, uh, Ankara is what some call it, uh, and Toma, everything, uh, you can find it at location Amsterdam spot and you can uh, reach Zuzi Stoffer on 020-400-2515. Just call them, uh, Suzy Stoffer, uh, Suzy, you write S-U-Z-E-I-A. Listen, excuse me, people. I am bilingual and sometimes I confuse the letters. But anyway, you can reach Suzy Stoffer. Uh, via 020-400-2515. Uh, back to the subject that we were talking about, because I'm talking to Emmanuel Ankra, who is a YouTube strategist, uh, channel manager, and who is uh, responsible for, um, how can I say it, enhancing or elevating um, social media of one of the most influential influencers on YouTube today. He's the one that uh, has done all the research. He knows what is very current. He keeps Keeps an eye on things and definitely for influencers, he's the go-to um, as far as um, your online branding is con- concerned. So, uh, Emmanuel, let's talk further on about your business. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you did social media for uh, Hoges, um, in Holland. And um, how did that switch from social media as a whole to YouTube? 
Um, that was broad back in the day. That was also like 2011, 2012. Uh, so you had Facebook was there, Hives was there, Foursquare. I don't know if you remember Foursquare. I didn't use it. You didn't use no. it. Uh, I thought that would be very big, but I see that didn't really work out in Europe. That's the thing with Europe as well. What happens in the U.S. doesn't necessarily need uh, will be a success in Europe. Right. It's the same thing with Vine because I remember Vine was huge yeah. in, 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 in the U.S. But <laughs> YouTube, mm -hmm. oh no, Instagram killed it. Remember when yeah, videos was introduced? Yeah. yeah. I remember that meme like Instagram shooting down yeah, Vine. <laughs> Vine. But even then, before that, people weren't really using Vine in, in the Netherlands. It was... U.S. Yeah. thing, wasn't it? Like in the Netherlands, they weren't really using Vine. But in the U.S., it was still big. It was crazy. Yeah, it was really... People were really, yeah, monetizing their content on, on, on Vine. Or yeah. making uh, business opportunities out of, of uh, out of their content. Uh, yeah. Online. So yeah. So um, yes, it became more specified because um, video. I knew video was going to be very important. It's visual. So you know, the text was very important. You know, first like the content, the blogs, the small panels yeah. with a picture. But I knew like video is going to because yeah, it, yeah. Video tells it all. It it's it's it image, all. Yes. Um, word, message in word, yeah. and music, everything. So it's like packaged. Exactly. And a current trend, what's going to come up, is now going to uh, be voice. So now you've seen a lot of people doing podcasts and stuff. Yeah. Because yeah. people are busy, so they can't watch video all the time, but they can hear. Yeah. You know, the stuff. So that's another. Do you think that, so. that is a by the way question, but do you think that podcast will be as valued as it is in US? Because now podcast is just seriously important in a market as US. Mm -hmm. How do you see that develop here in uh, Europe or Holland? It's hard to say, but uh, the more people, the more people become busy, the less time they have to watch the video. Okay. So when they are driving, they would like to hear, hear stuff. So... I think it will be like a combination. I will say video is king. Um, then I'll say voice podcast will be the prince. Okay. <laughs> and then the, or, That's yeah. an interesting way to formulate it. I love it. <laughs> and then the pictures would be the Dukes. The, you know, yeah. 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 And even I think there will be a switch between Dukes and the princes like with pictures yeah. and voice, you know, goes like this all the time. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. So then your focus was on uh, YouTube. Which yeah. period was this? Was that... Everything really happened like 2012, 2013. That's when I was really starting to form myself like, okay, what am I going to focus on and yeah. stuff? Yeah. So well, now that you are here, uh, could you describe like in short, what is it exactly that you do? <laughs> so what I do is um, imagine someone comes, uh, comes to me like, hey, I have this idea. Uh, I want to do something on YouTube. Um, I always tell them I'm not a magician. That's yeah. the first thing I tell them. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to take time to to build it. Uh, that's the first thing I tell them. Not to discourage them, but just to give them a, reali a realistic per uh, perspective. And um, if it don't make euros and dollars, it don't make sense. So we, I always uh, sit them down and always look at their business model. Uh, because I think it's important for an influencer or a YouTuber or Instagram or whatever to think about their business so that it wouldn't be a one-year thing, but like a five-year thing that they can right. still generate right. income from it. So I, I, then you would say that somebody who just wants a following of 10,000, that's a short-term way of thinking. You really have to be able to talk, okay, I want to make this money from it. 
Yes, or I want to do this. It's not even about all the time about followers because someone of 20,000 could still make more than uh, than someone with 100,000. Okay. Because it's not always about, about the numbers. It's more about the impact as well that you make. And um, then I asked them, what are your, what is your passion? Because I want to know if your passion and your content, you know, what you're making. Is that something? Oh. I have to come closer to the mic. <laughs> mic uh, check. <laughs> <laughs> because like uh, the content you're making, is that your best? Do you have fun making the content? And then I'll sit with them and see what kind of content we'll make. And from there, we move on and go on and help them grow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you actually look at what type of planning they have. Yes. And then uh, you get to kind of translate it in. How could YouTube add value to this? Exactly. And also help them being creative and, and at the end when the following is enough or they have a substantial amount of followers, that's when I connect them with brands as well. And, uh, Got it. Yeah. Got it. So what type of uh, people have come to you so far for your expertise? Um, it's a range of, of, of people. Uh, ooh, it's, it's sometimes it's, I've, you know, quite done a lot. Sometimes I even yeah. like forget. So mm -hmm. it's even like the traditional, uh, traditional magazines, you know, the out of eggs, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Out of for new, I did like, uh, Swangerschaps, uh, yeah. diary <laughs> with, yeah. uh, Rachel. Mm -hmm. Smith's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Now her husband is doing it as well on YouTube, uh, vlogging as a dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, those like people from all time, yeah, different, yeah, different sides of, yeah, different walks of life. Walks of life, exactly. That's what I want to say, wanted to say. Yeah. And um, what 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 type of area do they come from? Because I know I remember you talked about having a Brazilian client, for instance. Yes. What type of uh, backgrounds do your clients have? <laughs> she was Dutch though, but uh, mm -hmm. she was uh, making her video, still making her video in English, and mm -hmm. I just saw like the potential, um, what she had, and we just focused on. Portuguese on Portuguese speaking people and that just blew up in Brazil and now she's like a yeah a celebrity in Brazil but she's living here in the Netherlands like comfortably and it's funny not that you know she's been on RTL and stuff but she's still living her life comfortably in the Netherlands because she's doing it in English and there are different types Nikki tutorials I don't work with her mm -hmm. I've never worked with her but she's a Dutch uh, lady as well but very popular in, in, in the U.S. I think she has like a couple of millions on her YouTube and really has like her own business, her own brand and stuff. So amazing. Yeah. So would you say that as far as uh, monetary wise, getting the, the, the financial return, is there more uh, in international markets than there is in uh, the Netherlands? No, in the Netherlands, you can make a living out of it. You could definitely, definitely make a living out of it. Yes, I've seen a lot of YouTubers <laughs> earning, yeah, good money of it. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like the big dreams are for the U.S. No, not at all. In in the Netherlands, you can make a good living out of it, most definitely. Yes. Uh, yeah. That, that is that is good to know because mm -hmm. I know that uh, a lot of because um, because I sometimes talk to people that yeah. you know uh, just announce their YouTube channel and things like that, and they sometimes uh, go through the challenge of, hey, what language? Are we yeah. going to, to put in one of um, an influencer friend I have, actually, she does amazing in, in Spanish. Yeah. Um, has a substantial following. You know, it, it, it it's right in her lane. She is a presenter. So her YouTube vid videos are just, you know, it's they record it with an iPhone. Yeah. It's workouts. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Simple as that. Yeah. Good, proper editing consistently. And the marketing in, in the Spanish speaker market is just huge. 
But um, now they have decided to also reach for English markets. You know what I mean? Um, my question that comes to mind is like, why would you even uh, reach for new markets if this one is good already? You know what I mean? What What do you tell somebody coming to you with this type of uh, planning? Somebody who does good in, let's say, an African market, but wants to look at other uh, markets. Um, if that's their vision, if that's their goal, if that's the passion they have, I will, of course, support them. But I will tell them, like, make sure that market is still good. If you're going, if you're tapping into new markets, keep it up will the pace. Take, uh, yeah, <laughs> it will take time. Yeah. Um. Uh, so you could. It depends on which direction they want to go, because I really I'm uh, more person centered. So I work from out the person and their view and stuff, and 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 match it with like my business idea instead of telling them what to do. I think the power of working with influencers is being a coach kind of let them play do their things in the field and let me just stand on the side and tell them which way to go etc how to train them to be better that's how i would explain it more until instead of telling them what to do that's yeah. where your show your social uh your background in social work comes exactly. comes about <laughs> exactly so that's why i say those two like uh yeah it uh, complements each other got it yeah so um you as a youtube manager youtube strategist uh could you how does a day with you look like? Um, early up in the morning, um, meditate first, you know, that's the first thing I do. Yeah. Um, emails, <laughs> emails, you know. Very important. Very important. <laughs> Have a couple of appointments as well. Uh, talk with a couple of YouTubers um, as well, like to see how they're moving, how things are going. Reach out to new YouTubers or Instagrammers, etc to set up business so it is actually uh, a full-time job it is it oh, is wow. and um there are plans also as well expanding <laughs> talking about <laughs> expanding to other countries so i'm looking at belgium so that's uh you know something new um and um yes and then also reaching out to brands so that's it that's basically it and stuff yeah how a day looks like so you're having a bit of um Looking at your, your own schedule, picking up emails, but also reaching out. Reaching making out, Making sure yeah. that um, the word of your business is out there. You exactly. get people to work with yeah. uh, and everything. So uh, the networking side, how best does it go about? Do you, Is one-on-one is -on -one meeting them at an event best or is it uh, mainly to email or DMs or how does it's, that work? It's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I always I like it. Well... It's like almost like evangelizing, you know, <laughs> giving out flyers, talking to people, going to network events, yeah. uh, LinkedIn, etc. So all types of uh, things just to get the word out and see what would help your clients the most, etc. So it's so a combination. It's a combination, yes. But the best thing, of course, is face to face. I want to see people face to face because I know when I see them face to face, I explain them, etc. Then yeah, I could, you know sell sell the product and yeah it's a good thing uh so in the meantime um prince anang is singing my regards to emmanuel uh thank you for that shout out <laughs> <laughs> and also uh, a shout out to tokumbo uh, omosebi adelesi uh, who says keep it going well thank you so much for commenting if you have any questions we just have a few minutes left make sure that you drop them in the comment box or you can call the high radio hotline, which is 06-844-26142. I repeat, 
plus 316-844-2614. Make sure you get your question heard. Influencers and content creators, you should also drop your question because it's very important. <laughs> um, about YouTube, could you give a rough idea uh, how much money one can make <laughs> within, <laughs> <a> million dollar <laughs> question. <laughs> within, within what frame of time? Could you give us an idea? Um, it depends on a, a, a lot of things. Um, let's say 1 million views is like $1,000, but even that is... It has dropped because drop. I yeah. heard that was 2000, uh, one and a half year ago or something. Yes, that's why it's like depending on a lot of factors. There's still people who are making like, you know, the thousand out of one million views. But like YouTube have different partnerships as well. So it depends what kind of partnership do you have, in which country is it being watched, uh, what kind of ad is it, etc., etc. So, and you know, we had the ad apocalypse. There's like kind of new a new one under the surface you know with uh the child uh what does that mean the ad apocalypse that brands are basically removing their ads from youtube because of um uh, extremist videos or they don't like the type of videos their ads are getting uh, sh are showed on because you know it doesn't uh they do don't get it? to select um to what type of shows they 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 can but some brands not all brands can and oh. they don't have uh, or, you know, YouTube has an algorithm, Yeah. you know, and it shows the, uh, you could pay more for it to show on certain channels, but it will always come on a Coke. You will see like, for instance, a Coca-Cola ad on, um, how to bike or someone <laughs> stealing something. Yeah. You I know, get it. um, cause if YouTube really have to check everything, you know, it's almost impossible. They're trying to do it more because they're seeing the effects when brands pull. That's their blood. Yeah. And that's their bloodline. Oh. The brands. So if brands are pulling off, they really have to do something. So the new thing was uh, like uh, pedophiles were commenting on child videos or ch videos with children. Yeah. So they made sure there are no more comments under videos of children. So those are the things which you see what is happening on, on YouTube. They're becoming stricter and stricter um, as well. So yeah. you see like the value is kind of dropping. But got it. You know, that's how that's how life is and like economics is it goes with ups and downs it changes, it changes yeah so you have to be smart and kind of view the changes within yeah. that and still navigate your way through exactly but and it isn't too late to still start something okay. you know i would make a combination of instagram and uh youtube obviously but uh it's it's not too late i know there are a lot of uh content creators and influencers out there but it's still possible to make a career out of it oh i see yeah I see. So there is a career in YouTube, um, but what people shouldn't do is quit their job right away. No, because <laughs> like I said, it will take you likely two years. Two years. Before you reach your peak. Okay. So, yeah. So uh, an advice that you would probably give to content creator is have a consistent posting within two years uh, yeah. before you start seeing financial return. Exactly. Cool. And it That's should start with, you know... Of course, you create content because you love it. That's yeah. where it starts with. Because yeah. if you focus on the money, of course, we need, you know, we need money. Then getting a the job is quicker. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that That's good to know. Yeah. Um. So now, because I know that um, I'll spread this out. This is also going to come out as a podcast. Uh, how can content creators find you or get in touch with you? And um, once they say, you know what, I'm serious about strategizing all of the stuff I'm doing, how could they find you? Uh, Instagram, <laughs> of course. Uh, email, <laughs> the manual the net. Manual net. Um, so they could send me an email as well. 
So uh, info at you want uh, you want agency dot agency you want agency dot agency. Uh, wait, info at you want dot agency. UN. Yes, I will give you the yes, uh, link. Yes, you should. So, yes. so, <laughs> so they, we link it. Yeah. Yes, so they can reach me and reach out over there and stuff. Yeah. That is good. So that is good to know. Mm -hmm. So there's actually a serious. Uh, it's quite serious. Yes, most definitely. Um, mm -hmm. Starting YouTube is not just because of any anything or young people could actually get money uh, from it. it. Yeah. It's just the hope should not be. Um, that it happens really, really quick. Exactly, but that's, <laughs> I think that's with every, every, every business. Uh, everything is. Start. I would say. Yeah, I would take say. Some time. Definitely. So, what's next for uh, Emmanuel? What can we look forward to? Because I know you're on. Uh, when it comes to online, you're very quiet. You're like the <laughs> the the person behind the influencer that people don't see. Um, but we would like to know what's next for you so that people can keep an eye on what you're doing. Um, so I think still going to work with, you know, more influencers. You know, I now have like a select group of influencers I work with. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll expand that because, you know, I, I can't work with a hundred inf that's almost impossible. And I'm looking at, at Belgium, uh, right now to see what I could, could do there because mm. there's still a lot of things that could be done. And that's also where you um, um, got, uh, gained some experience. I think some working experience. I got my degree over there. You got your <laughs> degree, over, degree there. over there. So uh, yeah, that is good to know. Yeah, <laughs> that is really good to know. Yeah, I love that. So we have uh, reached the end of this uh, of our conversation. We, I wish I could be could be longer because I would like to yeah. pick your brain <laughs> on uh, what do you think on Instagram? What do you think about the usage? You know, what is a personal versus business? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, but I'm sure we get to talk uh, to you about that on another, another time. time. Yes. Um, do you have any last shout outs? And a word of advice for young people that would like to do what you do? Um, everything is possible. Sky's the limit. And uh, keep God first. And that's the most important thing what I would say. <laughs> yeah. And nothing is impossible. And uh, yeah, follow your dream, your goal, your passion, what you have. I with love sense. that. <laughs> and, and keep the focus on. Yes, most definitely. <laughs> I love that. On that note, uh, Emmanuel, I would like to thank you so much for uh, being here on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. We <laughs> had to postpone this episode, but finally we did it and yes. get to talk about uh, what you do. And thank you for giving us an idea of uh, what the online world looks like and yeah, what there, what could be out there for a lot of people that would like to build uh, their brand and leverage what's uh, what's out there. Yes, thank you. And thank um, you for having me. <laughs> great, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you just listened to Africa on Focus. I'm your host, uh, Miss Abba. Uh, look out for next. Thank you for listening to Africa on Focus. We air live every Sunday on High Radio from 7 p.m. Amsterdam time. Join the Africa on Focus platform on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Africa on Focus or visit www.africaonfocus.com. And follow me on all your social platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Miss Abba. Shout out to High Radio and Q Vibe for the jingle. <laughs>